Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. I want you to turn in your Bibles tonight to John 15. Um, We're going to talk just a moment about abiding, and I'm talking about abiding in the vine. In John 15, it's very interesting. Um, Now today, I really felt like God led me to this scripture. And so this afternoon while, you know, I went home a little bit early to get ready for uh, coming tonight, and when I did... Uh, I thought, well, you know, I had to, I sat down to, to do something, you know, to take care of something. And uh, I felt like, go to YouTube and look up Brother Hagen. So I did, and the, the first message I found, guess what it was? it was? It was on prayer, but it started out with this scripture. And I, th- I said, God, how much clearer could it be that that's what you want me to read? Has that ever happened to you before? And you know you're where you need to be. So we're going to talk just a moment from John 15, 7. It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. If you abide in me. Now, the first thing I want to point out here. I want you to notice how many times in this one scripture that you, point to yourself, you're you, okay? You're the you here. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, it's it's mentioned four times. You is mentioned four times, okay? So what does that tell us? It's not all over on God. Well, just roll it over on God. Well, yeah, roll your cares and your burdens on the Lord. I get that. But here he's telling us something about prayer. And he's saying that it's up to us and what we decide to do when it comes to prayer. Now, isn't that interesting? That opened my eyes when I saw that. It's like four times he says, whatever you choose, whatever you want, whatever you pray about. Now that's a powerful thought because we want to say, well, God, well, God, well, God. Well, obviously we know that God is the one who answers prayer, but here he's telling us a lot of what we pray for, what we ask for, what we stand for is up to us. Maybe that's why he says you have not because you ask not. Okay, so I wanted to point that out first of all, but I want us to look at this. If you abide in me, what's abiding in God? That means you dwell, you live in God. You know you're the temple of the Holy Spirit, that God lives in you, but you abide in Him. You live and dwell in Him. You're not dwelling outside the temple. You're not dwelling outside the courts of God. You're not doing that. You're inside. You dwell, you abide there. Uh, And when you do that, He says... If you abide in me and my words live and dwell in you, that sounds like a person that's committed to the Lord. Wouldn't you say that? It's not a person that is half living for God and half in the world, is it? Now, many years ago, and and I, I, 
I told you I rededicated my life at Billy Graham's crusade here in Knoxville. I think it was 1970, 71, somewhere around in there. And I was not one who dwelled or uh, abided in God because I was like this. I was a roller coaster. I was a roller coaster. I went into that meeting and I can remember going down on that field that night with thousands of other people. And when I made that decision, something changed in my life that night, even though I had been born again, but I was a roller coaster Christian. I was half in the world, half in the church, you know, half hearted about everything. But I want to tell you that night when I went forward and when I made that decision and rededicated my life to the Lord, that charted a course for me and that started this abiding process in God to live and dwell in Him. I made a decision. I'm tired of being lukewarm. You know what the Bible says about being lukewarm? I'll spew you out of my mouth. And it's like, wow, that wasn't a good thought to think about. So I didn't want to be lukewarm. I didn't want to be that way anyway. I didn't want to be a roller coaster Christian. But see, once I committed, recommitted my life to the Lord, and then I started, they gave me a living Bible, a paperback living Bible, when I came forward. Eddie and I, st we went forward the same night. We started reading that living Bible I think he even mentioned that the other night, that we read the Bible through the first time in that living Bible and people, religious people that were, I wouldn't read that Bible, that, that's of the devil. It's like, you got to be kidding, of the devil, it's changing my life. I'm reading about miracle signs and wonders and how to get filled with the Holy Spirit and that's of the devil? I don't think so. And you know what? I had enough sense not to listen to it. You know, you can have mentors and elders and people around you that can help you in your walk with the Lord. And that's really true. But I'm telling you, there can be other people that are there to sabotage your walk with God and tell you everything that's in the Bible is not for you today. Don't listen to that. Don't get into deception. If it's in the Bible, it's okay. Put your blinders on and go. And that's what we had to do. We, you know, we were in a Bible study and, and it was a good Baptist Bible study. And there may be Baptist people in here tonight and God love you. I wouldn't be where I am without it. So I'm not throwing off on it, but I'm just saying I went, could go so far in that realm and no further. And those people that I was in the Bible study with, it was pull you back, hold you back. No, you're gonna you're getting too far out there. You know, you're you're gonna fall in a ditch. You're you're in error, you're in error. And it's like I'm putting my blinders on because everything that I am receiving and doing and walking in is in the Bible. And it's uh, it's rightly divided in the Bible. Anybody, you know, they shall take up serpents. You can do snake handling. You know, you can say that's okay. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about rightly dividing the Word of God in the mouth of two or three witnesses, whatever, you know, two or three times it will be established in the Word, not just one thing pulled out to an extreme and Error. You understand what I'm saying? 
But anyway, in, in that Bible study, they, they were determined that we were going the wrong direction. But I was determined I was going to abide in God. Eddie was determined he was going to abide in the Lord and in His Word. If you abide in me, if you abide in God, if you give your life wholeheartedly to the Lord and you take His Word and every day you feed upon that Word. See, you, you can't take His Word all at one time and just cram it in, you know? It's little by little and bit by bit. You know, every day you take the Word of God and you let that Word abide in you. And when that Word abides in you, it begins to change you. It begins to remold you. You begin to rethink things. You begin to think differently. You begin to act differently. And it wasn't something that was brought on from the outside to get that you had to get it in. It was on the inside as God, if you abide in Him and His words abide in you. And that is where the outward change comes from. Anybody that tries to, well, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to work all this stuff out. Well, that's a good thought. And, and yeah, okay, work on it. But you have to understand change uh, with the Lord comes from the inside outward. You stop being nasty and cranky to everybody because you got God's Word abiding in you and it changes you outwardly. Don't fight that. Just change. Help everybody. Give them a break. It's the truth. And, you know, you can be in a church like this and you see all kinds of cranky people. People tell me, I mean, you know, that serve... And in, in, in certain areas of ministry, and they tell me how people are nasty and cranky. And it's like, you got to be kidding. You know, you have a big move of the Holy Spirit and somebody's in strife and, well, I'm not going there. You go over there in the corner and sit and stew while we enjoy the presence of God. And it might rub off on you, <laughs> but I'm not talking to anybody in here. You didn't hear that from me. Okay, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. He didn't say ask what I will. He said you ask what you will. Do you have some things that you really want to happen in your life? Do you have some things that you want to see breakthroughs? Here is a great promise of God. And, and if you're not abiding in the Lord, change it tonight. If you don't have His Word abiding in you, change it tonight. See, I understand what it's like to be so busy and have so many things going on, even though I work in ministry and that is my life is ministry, you know. But I understand what it's like to get so caught up in the affairs of life that you can leave those things out. But you don't want to do that. You don't want to live with the consequences of what that, you know, that just stale, dead life. You don't want that. God's Word is life. And when you take His Word in, it just, oh my, it just changes you. Does some wonderful things. Now, I looked up abide. Now, I told you, you know, when you look up in the Scripture, abide means to dwell or live or make your, make your home. But Webster says to wait for, 
to endure without yielding, to remain stable or fixed. I love that, to remain stable or fixed. When you abide in the Lord, His Word abides in you, you are stable and you are fixed. See, one thing many people always tell us, guest speakers especially, but more than that, tell us when they come into this church, one of the things that they can sense and feel is the stability that's here. That doesn't mean everyone in the place, but it, it's overall, there is a stability that's here. Why is that? Because the Word is here. Because God's Word is preeminent here. Now, we'll, we want God's Spirit to move. It takes the Word and the Spirit. If you just have the Word, you're going to dry up. And that's why we've turned into teaching centers and losing the things of the Spirit. But then if you just have the Spirit, the Spirit, the Spirit, what's going to happen to you? You're just going to blow up. That's right, because you're just get off way off track. But see, when you have both of those things, you will grow up. With the Word and the Spirit, you will grow up. And that's exactly what happens. And you become fixed, and you become stable. And that's important, isn't it? And then... How does that happen, though? How do, how do you abide in God and God's Word abide in you? If you come over here and read verse number 4 and those other scriptures, you see that the Lord uh, is the vine, and we are the branches, and we're connected in there. And from the vine, we draw our strength. We draw substance from God because we're parts. We're in the vine. We're branches in the vine. And so we draw, we're continually drawing. In your time of need, you can draw from the strength of the vine. When you don't know what to do, when you need wisdom and you need insight into things that are going on in your life and decisions that need to be made, you can draw from the vine. Live in Him and let His Word live in you, and then ask those things that you want. Because I tell you, see, ask the things that you want. You can, you're not going to want wrong things. You're not going to want to open up a bar. You're not going to want to have someone else's spouse. You understand when you're abiding in Him and His Word abides in you. And that's where, where we want to be tonight. We're going to ask God to do some things and we're going to believe He's going to do it. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora. Pastor Nora.